You are listening to God the MBA Marketing Beyond Ambition Podcast, Episode 028. Welcome to the Godly MBA, Marketing Beyond Ambition. This is the only podcast that will share and teach actionable and biblical marketing strategies to empower you, the value-based business owners and Christian entrepreneurs. Learn to communicate your message effectively in this noisy world so you can finally earn more, serve more, and give more. Now, here is your host, Kelly Botter. Hello, Katie Butler here. Welcome to Godly MBA Podcast. If you are listening to this episode on or close to our release date, then it's January 2017. How's your new year so far? For me, it's been quite productive as my mantra this year is focus and keep it simple. Through the years, I have learned from mentors and observed the high achiever success formula. Well, for lack of the terms, it's not about how big of the thing they did once a while, but the small incremental actions they did it over and over again till they get where they wanted to be. It requires self-discipline and focus. Today, our guest is a perfect example of it. John Lee Dumas, if you hang around business podcast, it's highly possible that you have heard of John or even consume his content. He's an American entrepreneur and podcaster based in Puerto Rico. He's a founder and host of EO Fire, a daily podcast that interviews entrepreneurs seven days a week. John created Entrepreneur on Fire podcast in 2012 after he left his corporate job in real estate industry. He and his business and life partner, Kate, have built it from the ground up. Today, as we recorded this episode, EO Fire has generated over eight-figure income in four years. We should say the result is surely not typical. So I invited John to share with us how he did it. Now, let's check with John. Hello, John. Such an honor that you are here with us. Kelly, I am fired up to be here. Thanks for having me. You know, from your story or inside the Podcasters Paradise community, which I am so happy I'm part of it for a couple of years now, that you often say that you're such a, you're just a ordinary people with a dream and vision and you go after that. Well, as we see your massive success today, what would you say is your X factor to get you from before and here now? Great question, Kelly. And I do want to just first of all say thank you for being such a valuable member of Podcasters Paradise. I mean, it's because of people like yourself who are just amazing, engaged, supportive. You know, that Paradise has grown into the biggest and most successful podcast community in the world. So thank you. And, you know, for me, like I struggled at a lot of things when I launched EO Fire. Like my weaknesses could fill a book this big. Now they can fill a book about this big. What that means is that I've just, I fixed some of my weaknesses, but what I've really done, which is much more important, I think, for any entrepreneur, is I've really figured out my strengths. I've zeroed in on my strengths, 
and I've amplified those strengths. Now, the three biggest strengths that I can really identify within myself, the by the way, were not strengths back in 2012, but over the last four years, I've developed them into massive strengths, is the fact that I am very productive, I have incredible discipline, and I am laser focused. And for those that listen to my show, EO Fire, you know that focus is basically my favorite word. It's an acronym for follow one course until success. Focus. So that's what I'm really inspired about, inspired by. And so what I decided to do now that I understand what these three greatest strengths are that I have is I can say, okay, again, I have tons of weaknesses, but let's forget about those because those aren't going to help me. How can I train other people who struggle with these three skills, with these three traits? How can I create a step-by-step guide without me having to do it in person, which I obviously can't do for everybody, and take them through becoming a master of productivity, a master of discipline, and a master of focus. And I decided to uh, create a journal. And actually, it's over there, first um, dummy copy in of the Mastery Journal. It's very similar to the Freedom Journal in size and look, but it's silver embossed, and it's got a lot of similarities. But the contents within are very different. And I'm really excited to people who are going to be picking this one up because where the Freedom Journal was so successful guiding people in one goal, accomplishing that in 100 days, the Mastery Journal is going to take you from wherever you are, is going to turn you into a master of productivity, of discipline, and of focus in 100 days. So we're launching a Kickstarter campaign on January 23rd. Um, It's going to be going for 33 days until February 24th of 2017, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, We're going to have a blast doing it. We've once again partnered up with Pencils of Promise, so um, every time we hit a funding goal, I'm going to be writing a big old check to Pencils of Promise on behalf of the Mastery Journal supporters to help fund education in developing countries, and pretty exciting that to date... Um, We've already donated over $75,000 to Pencils of Promise on behalf of Freedom Journal supporters, so yourself included, Kelly, to help fund education in in, uh, developing countries. And it's just so exciting to see the difference we're making. That is fantastic. I mean, John, so, you know, I originally came from Asia, the part of the world. Uh, I love sushi. Do you? I love sushi. Okay. The reason why I changed, well, I'm not really changing subject that will you know, if you continue listen, did you know how long it takes to be a sushi master chef? You know, I don't know the exact time frame, but I did watch that documentary on Netflix, which is like, um, what is it called? Do you, do you remember? It's called like Eero Loves Sushi. It's about the guy that's in the subway. Yeah, I don't remember the name either, but yeah. And that was amazing. So I learned a lot about what it takes to make sushi, but no, what, what is the exact date? Well, 10 years. Wow. It's 10. So, so meaning... You have to come to the end of the fish, the right way to cut the fish, the knife, and the way to prep the technique. And so then she or he can master all these elements. It takes 10 years. And that's how I see you, though, John. You know, in a couple of years that people say, well, he's just a machine. So <laughs> it, I, I'm just all be transparent here. People say, well, he's a working machine and he just, you know, just re- relentlessly, you know, just a consistent producer content. But I see it differently, John. I see that just like the sushi master, what would you say that before you and Kate hit that 
monthly six-figure income. What are the three key elements that you have gone through or you have mastered to get here? So to get to where I'm at now, I will say this. Um, and that's what I love about podcasting, Kelly, is you can go back right now because it still exists. Like you can go back to my episode one, to my episode 100, to my episode 175, when I was just figuring it out. Like I was really bad when I started. You know, then I was pretty bad a couple hundred episodes in. And then I was okay, you know, in my 500s. And then I got, you know, kind of good, like in my thousands. You know, here I am at, I've recorded now over 1600 episodes now. And, you know, I would just kind of consider myself pretty good. Like I still have a long ways to go. And to me, that's exciting. You know, that's the journey that I'm on. Like, I feel like I'm never going to, to reach the peak. And I'm glad because, you know, I just feel like I can continue to get better and better and better and better and just improve. So like looking back and like looking at the three things that I implemented that made me uh, a success, bringing me from zero dollars in revenue to six figures a month in revenue. Um, number one by far would be, um, uh, consistency. Like that was just me every single day waking up and saying, what am I going to do today to serve my audience, to serve my listeners, to serve Fire Nation? You know, this is when for six months when not a dollar was coming in the door, but but just sticking to that relentless consistency, that was key. Uh, number two would be humble. Because, you know, there's a couple times when I did have some big wins. I was asked to speak at a conference and I was, you know, like written up in Forbes and Inc. and all these great magazines. You know, I won the award Best of iTunes. Um, all these things were happening and like I could have let that get to my head and and started to think that I was better than I really was because I still wasn't that good. And fortunately, I had the humbleness within me to realize that, man, I have a lot to learn and I still have it within me today, even though EO Fire has now crossed the eight figure mark, meaning that we've now generated over $10 million in revenue since we launched four years ago. And but this is, and you know my company, Kelly, I mean, it's myself, it's Kate, who's in the office right there, and then a handful of virtual assistants, you know, around the world. We've grossed $10 million in four years, but I'm still humble because I still know that, again, my weaknesses are this big and my strengths are this, are this many, but I know that to narrow in on those. So my humbleness is important and I really, I attribute my uncle to that because my uncle, when I grew up, was always saying, John, be humble, be happy. So I always equated humbleness with happiness, and I think that's an important skill set to have. And again, I wasn't super productive, and I wasn't super focused when I started EO Fire, but one of the three skills that I've now mastered, that I had mastered from day one was discipline. And I thank the Army for that. You know, I served in the U.S. Army for eight years, four active, four in the reserves, and they just hammered discipline into me. So I, I learned discipline. I knew how to create a plan and execute on that plan. So although productivity and focus came later, discipline was always there at the beginning, and that was my core. Wow, John. Well, the very last question, though, um, I'm sure, I mean, to say that you have made impacts in many people's lives probably is an understatement. But let's just say, can you pick one of the mo those moments in this show we call God the MBA moment, the moment you re realize that your business is way beyond just transactions and business? Yeah, you know, what I like to actually call that specifically, like when that happens, is the ripple effect. And that's what really inspires me. So when I get an email from somebody, and I'll get specific here for a second. So I got an email from a listener who just said like, John, like your show's so inspiring. Thank you so much. I just love it. Like that was a great email. 
But then the next email was so much more meaningful because the next email that came in was from somebody that said, John, you know, I first heard about your show. You know, I was 80 pounds overweight. I was sad. I was depressed. I couldn't get out of my house to walk because I just like, I could, you know, the voices in my head wouldn't let me because it's just like, you know, this person was going through some tough times, but he's like, when I found out about your podcast and it was free and it was daily, I made a commitment that I was going to get outside and go for a walk every single day with your podcast in my earbuds because now I had free content that I found interesting that was, you know, taking away from me being by myself on these walks, which was scary. Now I was with you and with your guests and your energy and your positivity. I now, you know, I went for 200 walks in 200 days and I went from being like 80 pounds overweight and depressed to now down to like my college weight and happy and actually trying things. And now I'm actually running and I never thought I would ever run again in my life. The person was like, I'm 50 years old. Like I, I thought that I was never going to run again. And they're like, now I run three to four days a week and I love it. And I attribute that to your podcast. And so then what I really loved about this though is that that person went and was now creating his business and his story around the success that he had. It was now inspiring other people who I never would have touched directly because they never would have heard about JLD or EO Fire. But now they found him because he's out there spreading his gospel and they're now being inspired by him and they're changing their lives. And to me, that is amazing. That's the ripple effect. That's the third degree of separation that is just amazing in this world that we live in today. Well, John, we cannot thank you enough for today that you spent precious time with us in your busy schedule. Just before I let you go, can you, in, you know, leave a word of wisdom or inspiration that the people maybe out there now at the moment, they are feel they are very foggy, they are lack of direction to move the next step. What would you say to them? Yeah, so number one, I'll kind of key on that last thing that you said about taking the next step. A great quote by Martin Luther King is, you don't have to see the whole staircase to take the first step. Like so many times people are just like, I don't know, I don't know like the path to go on. Well, don't worry about the path or the road or the journey. Just worry about that first step because when you take that first step, that next step might appear. It might not, but it might. You never know until you take that first step. So just take that first step. And the words of wisdom I like to leave people with is if you want to be, do. So one more time, if you want to be, do. This is a Chinese proverb. And what's so inspiring about that is I wanted to be a podcaster, Kelly, but if I had waited until I was a good podcaster to start, I never would have been a podcaster because I never would have been good. So I had to actually do podcasting to become a good podcaster. It was really that simple. So I was a bad podcaster for a long time before I became a good podcaster slowly and surely. And as I still, every single day, this interview, I've improved that much as have you, because we're doing that thing. So if you want to be, do. It's really that simple. And if you guys want to find out more about me, you know, I have a daily podcast. You can learn more at eofire.com. Um, you know, as we talked about briefly, the Mastery Journal Kickstarter campaign launches on January 23rd of 2017. So just head over to themasteryjournal.com to learn more. And we will put all the goodies and information in the show notes. Thank you so much, John, for being with us today. Thanks, Kelly. You rock. Thank you. I trust you have enjoyed this episode as much as I did. For today's show notes, please visit kellyballer.com forward slash 028. 
Thank you so much for listening to the show. We know you have given us your most valuable treasure, your time. And we don't take it lightly. We truly appreciate it. Please do share, subscribe, and give us your honest review on iTunes at kellybother.com forward slash review so my team and I can continuously produce valuable content for you. Remember, you matter. See you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Godly MBA podcast. For more actionable marketing tips and strategies and today's show notes, visit www.kellybotter.com.